You are listening to the QSR Web Podcast. The Interactive Customer Experience Association's mission is to connect B2C brands to technology that elevates the customer experience. Brands have access to resources, project help, news, and insights based around boosting their customer experience. Suppliers gain network opportunities to reach these brands and help them provide solutions to elevate their customer experience. Join today at ICXA.org. Love of hot and spicy. Increased interest in vegetable-loaded offerings, even that outright need many of us have for total food on the go. These are all factors contributing to the popularity of Mexican QSRs today. One of the players in this hotly contested category is the 50-plus-year-old Wyoming-based brand Taco John's, home of what the company calls West Mex, along with the house specialty, Potatoes LA. And now it appears that this middle-aged taco-centric brand is having a bit of a second childhood by launching a new store design and beginning some real growth of its stores. We're going to dive into that. I'm QSR web editor Shelly Whitehead, and to help us understand why and how all that growth is happening, especially in these pandemic-weighted times, is Taco John's Vice President for Franchise Development, Brooks Spears, who's with us today. And welcome, Brooks. Thank you, Shelly. I'm very excited uh, for the opportunity to uh, talk to you and your audience You know about uh, what I like to call the new Taco John's. As you said, Taco John's is a 50-year-old brand, you know, in the Mexican quick service restaurant segment. We currently have 388 stores. The majority of them are franchised. We've been predominantly located in the upper Midwest, but have had recent expansion into Tennessee, Ohio, Kentucky, Indiana, Illinois, and Colorado. We finished uh, 2019 uh, with $375 million in sales for our brand. Wow. So wonderful. It was a good... You know, I keep hearing this story. It was a great 2019, and then bam. (laughs) You all described Taco John's fair. Maybe we could back up a little bit and let you tell me a little bit about how the pandemic has affected the bottom line and operations at Taco John's. Uh, Certainly. So, you know, 2019 was a big year of innovation for Taco John's. Um, You know, our initiatives were we needed to get same-store sales up dramatically, and we also needed to increase brand expansion through franchising. You know, for the last 10 years, we, we, we'd kind of been stuck a little bit. So we did this by creating a brand new modern and clean store design. It's very uh, hip and very cool and very modern looking. We also instituted a remodel program for our existing stores. We came out with some new menu items. And we came out with a, a new marketing and a new brand persona, which I will talk more about in a minute. Um, you know, we came out of 2020 and the, everything we'd, we'd instituted was rocking. I mean, we had uh, terrific sales in January and February. We had uh, more interest in franchise development than we had in 10 years. We were feeling pretty good about ourselves. And then COVID hit. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, we were like everyone else. We, we were nervous. We, we did not know what was going to happen, what to expect. But as we look back, our brand, our franchise owners, our customers, we're, we're actually perfectly suited to take advantage of, of this unique situation that was going on in the country. What do I mean by that? You know, we at Taco John's consider ourselves to be the drive-through experts. 
you know, historically, just under 65% of our business has been through the drive-through. When we asked our franchise owners to close down the dining rooms, it wasn't that big of a deal as the bulk of our customers get their food through the drive-through. Our franchisees did a fantastic job of executing, and our loyal customer base did a great job of supporting us. They supported us so much. In fact, we finished up the month of May with record same-store sales increases. We were up over 9% in the month of May compared to last year. So we feel very fortunate, very thankful to our franchise owner base and to our customer base that Taco John's actually is going to come out of this current pandemic stronger than we were going into it. Wow. That's impressive. Did you make any changes in operations in order to kind of Well, of course, closing dine-in, but did you make any additions in the types of service you were providing in order to take advantage of, you know, the situation as it changed? Yeah, but we feel we had the drive-through pretty well situated because that's the core of our business. Um, You know, we did, uh, you know, typically our stores have two lines on the make table. One is for the to-go window, the other is for the dining room. So we did open up both those lines for the for the to-go business but you know we we feel we were pretty pretty on point with with we know how to operate drive-throughs in in an efficient manner we did see a lot of our stores rapidly increase the amount of you know um, to-go business through third-party delivery so we did see major changes in that but our drive-through is made to produce a lot of food out the window that's awesome so let me ask you you all describe taco john's fair as west mex so how does that differ from Tex-Mex, Mexican-American, and other types of Mexican interpretive cuisine, particularly in the quick service realm? Yeah, I mean, the West-Mex tag is, is something our founders, you know, 50 years ago, you know, kind of wanted to tell the world how we're a little bit different. We don't really use that as much today, but the thought of it was, you know, being a, a, a Wyoming-based taco concept, or a Midwestern-based taco concept, you know, we have a lot more burritos with potatoes. So we do, we do a lot more potatoes and, and meat in our burritos with our famous, and everyone loves the, the signature item, our potato rolls. So that's kind of where that tagline came. But as we've expanded our menu, we've gotten to be much more closer, you know, to, uh, to typical uh, to Mexican fare. Ah, okay. So have you driven that home through your rebranding? Yes. So through our rebranding, we have, um, you know, we come up with uh, some new menu items. You know, uh, you know, we come up with a a burrito bowl. We've come up with a classic burrito that you can get at, you know, one of the major fast casual brands I won't mention. Um, So we've really tried adding to the menu to to be to to have more options for more consumers. So. What are the most popular entrees at the brand now? And, and does that vary depending on the region you're in? Plus, how do the brand kind of play to that uh, regional difference? Certainly. So, uh, you know, as we've introduced, you know, uh, quesadilla tacos and a taco perfecto, which is a long, skinny taco, and the bowl line and the burrito line, and We'd, we'd put on hold, but we have an enchilada line coming out later this year. At the end of the day, the favorite is still the six-pack and a pound. No matter what market you go to, the six-pack and a pound is our signature most popular item. It is six tacos with a pound of our absolutely amazing potato olays. It's still the number one seller we have in the system. And it has been for a long time? 
it has been, uh, you know, since maybe not the day we opened, maybe, maybe, maybe the second or third week we opened, uh, um, you know, it's been very popular, our, our six pack of tacos and the potato lays. Okay. So you all just introduced a new store design. Well, relatively just, I guess, end of last year, correct? Correct. Okay. So I'm wondering if and how the pandemic has affected the plans for that store design moving forward because a lot of brands are moving to a smaller footprint. Certainly. Yeah. So we opened up our first new look store uh, at a, as a corporate store in Cheyenne. And then uh, a couple of our franchisees have followed suit opening the new look. So the premise of the new look was, was just to come up with a more modern, uh, more cleaner look. The focus of the business is still the drive through so even in our new modern store design, even in our old store design, we've never had big dining room areas. We still have a little bit, but, but it's 15 to 25 people. So, so the new design still focuses on taking advantage of that we're a 50-year-old brand with a brand new look, but we still are very efficient at uh, uh, putting food through our drive through So no changes in the new design. Awesome. So... Um... Chocolate Johns is also seeking to expand, as I understand it, from its current 380-plus locations. In fact, I think you just opened in Love's Travel Centers in Wisconsin, was it? Yeah, Love's actually just opened up three locations in the same week in uh, Illinois and Tennessee and uh, Indiana as part of a uh, big development deal we have with Love's Travel Plazas. Okay, so... As part of the expansion, why now for expansion and what regions are you targeting and how many more stores are you focused on on getting up in the next couple of years? Certainly. So, you know, we were pretty excited pre-COVID to to, uh, expand and and we are actually more excited today. I mean, coming out of of COVID, you know, we're very fortunate. Um, you You know, I really count the blessings how fortunate we've been through these tough times. But you know, we find that our brand and our franchisees are actually in a stronger financial position than ever because our drive through model continues to be the bulk of our business. And in my opinion, COVID has kind of expedited some certain demands from the consumer. You know, the consumer wants more delivery options. They want more to-go options. They want more drive through options all for food. I mean, these are all signs that we know that have been out there but we feel like they've been expedited under this current situation. And the great thing is all three of those play into our strength. We are excellent at all three of those offerings. And this will help us to continue to grow the brand with our current franchise owners, as well as we look for new franchise partners. Historically, you know, we have a lot of locations that are in small to mid-sized markets. Part of the rebranding, you know, with the new modern look, the new menu items, the new brand messaging slash persona, was to prepare us to go into bigger cities and bigger markets. You know, we really looked at a couple other iconic brands, you know, that uh, went through some similar situations we did. And I won't name them, but we looked at how they came out of this and reemerged themselves. And it was all about a new look, new menu items, and new marketing, and we're following suit. So our growth, you know, as we move in, you know, as we move into bigger markets, you know, our growth is going to be focused on the Midwest, the Rocky Mountain region, and the South. We expect that in 2021, we'll open 25 plus new locations. And in 2022, we'll open up 50 locations. We believe, you know, the real opportunity
opportunity now is, and, and you know, I, I feel that with, with obviously some sadness because I know it's tough out there for folks, but the opportunity in the restaurant business is real estate is going to be much more readily available than it was four months ago. General contractors are going to be much more willing to build things sooner and probably cheaper than they did three, four months ago. And the biggest challenge the, the restaurant space has been is it's been very difficult to hire good, talented employees. Well, with where unemployment is at, we feel that there's going to be opportunity to go out there and hire some terrific people who want a good job with Taco John's. That's interesting. You know, those points that you bring up, particularly around real estate, um, it will be interesting to see how it shakes out. Um, you know, the other thing I was thinking about, you're probably QSR. In a restaurant market that frankly seems to be increasingly gravitating toward fast casual and higher end prices. So why is it important to remain in this category, particularly when you've got some really strong QSR Mexican competitors? Yeah, certainly. I think when you look at, you know, the QSR, the quick service space, I mean, that, that's our heritage. That's who we are. You know, we were built on drive-throughs. You know, back in the 70s, we didn't even have seats. You know, we just had trailers that basically had a pickup window for tacos. So, you know, the whole drive-through business and to-go business has been in our heritage for 50-plus years. As we navigate, you know, the current economics, I actually think they, we could see some of the fast casual players follow us a little bit more and start focusing on how do they get a drive-through locations? You know, how do they get better at to-go business? So I think, you know, we won't, we'll maybe see some of those players shift a little bit more towards the drive-through business. And then in regards to the fast casual business, yes, there's some great competitors out there. And that's kind of why we came out with our burrito bowl and our, in our burrito called the boss burrito. It's a pound of food at a cheaper price point than you can get it to the big uh, fast casual players, as well as the enchilada line that we'll be launching later on. So we're comfortable being in the quick service space, especially with the drive-through and, and the ability to, to uh, do a lot of to-go business and delivery business. But we do realize we needed to elevate our menu a little bit, and that's why we came out with some additional menu items to attract that younger uh, customer base to truly continue the growth of Taco John's. Well, Brooks, it's been very interesting as a dive into West Mex, even though you don't don't use that much anymore. But Taco John's today has some interesting growth patterns emerging and boy, wonderful success recently, even amidst this difficult landscape. So I really appreciate you sharing that with us. And uh, that's going to wrap it up for today's show, but we hope you'll come back for the next live podcast and even check out some of our past recordings, which you can find on the qsrweb.com website under the podcast tab. Happy listening. And until next time, we wish you great business. Bye now.